Have a few minutes? You won't believe what you can do with it. Open a Regions checking account online in as little as five minutes. Then enjoy award-winning service and banking tools and tech that help you live in the moment. Learn more at regions.com slash live in the moment. Regions Bank, member FDIC. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is presented by Regions Bank. Brave the beginning. Member FDIC. Greetings and salutations, everybody. It is your slightly annoying host, Stephen Julian, here at Gwinnett Business Radio alongside me. My now, I can honestly say it's been long enough now. He is my trusty sidekick. It is Harper LaBelle. Good morning, Harper. How are you just somewhat? I am annoying. somewhat. Oh, oh, well, that's a that's another show for another time. Yeah, I think it is a deeper conversation. Yeah, it's uh, as a pro wrestling fan. It's my gimmick. So I live my gimmick. I try to be slightly annoying. I learn something every day on this show. Exactly. And, and I'm going to learn something today. And, we're, and it's not for me. It's from our guests. But before we get to our guests, I want to remind everybody that Gwinnett Business Radio uh, does come to you thanks to Regions Bank. You know. We're all here to help your business's financial future stay on track. Regions Commercial Banking has a team of experienced bankers in Gwinnett who can guide you in all areas of growth. Get the resources you need so every step can move you closer to your business goals. To learn more, visit regions.com forward slash commercial dash banking. Regions Bank, member FDIC. See, that's why you're my trusty sidekick, because I don't have to worry about Mike jumping in on that. I know. Like That's it. one of your favorite things of just being here. Yeah, get to say is get to say member FDIC. FDIC. Well, let's not. You love that. Yes, but you know what I love even more? I love our guests. Nice segue. Well done. Uh, we are uh, thrilled to welcome into the studio uh, Tanya Ferguson and Jeff Thrutchley from Camp Horizon. Guys, welcome into the studio. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Thank absolutely. you very much. Glad yeah. to be here. Good deal. So, Camp Horizon. Uh, tell us about Camp Horizon and what it is and what it does. Well, I'll let Jeff start since he's been around for some time. <laughs> Thanks, Tanya. So um, uh, my wife was actually the camp nurse at the first event 40 years ago. And she was pregnant with our daughter, so I say my wife and daughter were at the first event. Um, but uh, we work with kids in foster care. Um, we do year-round activities. We do a week-long summer camp for 8- to 11-year-olds. We have uh, grown the program over the years to where we have uh, weekend programming with uh, teens and even uh, ongoing program for uh, uh, adults that are transitioning from foster care into you know, society as we, as we kind of uh, grow into it as uh, young adults. So, Jeff, you, uh, you and your wife have been involved volunteering, and, and your daughter, <laughs> from, uh, from the beginning 40 years ago. Uh, Tanya, you were the executive director. Yes. And I'm assuming not the executive director of the last 40 years. So talk a little bit about your position as the executive director of Camp Horizon and, and maybe how long you've been doing it. Okay, so I came into Camp Horizon maybe a little a year and a half ago okay. um, as executive director. And I'll just tell you sort of how I got here. I've experienced working with vulnerable population, foster youth, homeless youth, and you know moved around a little bit. But I wanted to get back to a place that was mission driven, that there was the passion. And so when I interviewed with Camp Horizon, that's some of the things that pops out is the it's mission driven, the passion of everybody, the volunteers. So in my year and a half of being here, what I see what the 40 years was, it was the support, it was the love, it w- and true care of the well-being of our foster youth. And that's one of the things, just what I see in the history and understanding with foster youth, 
that's what they miss. Mm. It's that love, the care, and the support. And so Camp Horizon's providing that. And so in my time here, just really connecting with the young people, connecting with the volunteers, it's, it's really a fabulous um, organization. So if the mission and vision and values are kind of what attracted you, let's take a minute and let you kind of expound on that. What, uh, what is the mission? Uh, and, and just kind of what's central to what makes Camp Horizon so unique and so good. So Camp Horizon is a nonprofit that works with youth that have experienced foster care or currently in foster care, providing them with their basic life skills, that's um, love, support, some of those things just to help them mitigate and um, navigate through foster care. The vision is really looking at, you know, when young people come in, they come into our program between the ages of 8 and 10, and they start off with the summer camp. But it's really like, how can we make sure we sustain and support this young person that when they get to the place of becoming a young adult, they have the skills that they need. So most kids that come into foster care, as they age out of foster care, they don't have the adult, that supportive adult that can help them navigate um, college, career, housing, love life for the, you know, the simple things like that. And that's what we're trying to do here and our values. It's making sure that they have that. So, Jeff, I'm going to go back to you for a second. Camp Horizon, there are other organizations, nonprofits that work in the foster care system. So what makes Camp Horizon so unique and kind of sets them apart? How do you how do you do what you do differently from other nonprofits? Yeah, I think to Tanya's point, uh, it's the heart side of it. Um, I think also uh, one thing that really sets us apart is the one to one camper counselor pairing for the week of summer camp. So if you can imagine each child who, through no fault of their own, has experienced some level of challenge or trauma getting them into foster care, now has an adult that is focused on them for the entire day, for the entire week. Our, our challenge to the counselors is when they're playing on the playground, when they're swimming in the pool, whatever they're doing, if you're not right with them, whenever they turn and look at you, they should see your eyes looking at them. Mm. They know somebody's there with them a hundred percent. That's unique. Mm. That's and and it. This might not be a fair question. So if you don't know the answer to it, that's okay. How did how did that start? Was was that I guess from the beginning? That's almost part of the mission and part of the. I mean, that's important. That's a non-negotiable, right? It is. Yeah, it is. And. <laughs> And that is not any non-negotiable of almost any other part of the foster system, probably because it's very hard to do. Right. And which is the huge need for volunteers. Right. right? <laughs> Always. So let's stop right there because we normally do this at the end, but let's do it right now. There's a huge need for volunteers if you're going to continue to have that be non-negotiable of pairing individual volunteers with individual kids so before and we'll do it again at the end we might even do it one other time but if somebody wants to volunteer how and so let me throw it back to the executive director real quick how, how do you volunteer how does how do where do people go to get to get started volunteering um there's a couple of things you can go to our website that's www.camphorizon.net and there's a place there with volunteers i want to be a volunteer like more information click that or you can always reach out to me at Tanya, T-O-N-Y-A dot Malone, M-A-L-O-N-E at camphorizon.net. We can definitely get you set up because volunteers, we couldn't do our work without the volunteers. Yeah. They're critical to what we do. Um, and just again, those individuals coming in with their true heart is, is, is important. And Jeff, I kind of interrupted you, uh, so I apologize, but it was for a good reason. Yeah. Uh, so you were talking about the one-to-one -one camper counselor pairings. Um, 
some of the services that that are unique about about Camp Horizon that you guys offer? So at summer camp, uh, which we partner with Camp Twin Lakes out in Rutledge, Georgia, uh, we've been with them for thirty years. Um, uh, we're a charter member of their organization, uh, which has been a, a a real blessing for us all. Um, we've got all the exciting, fun, uh, new experiences that a camp would offer, right? Archery, horseback riding, boating, uh, you know, the zip lines as the kids get older, all those kinds of really fun things. But for the 8 to 11-year-olds, the morning session is a rotation of three different classes, the most important of which is building self-esteem. And so we go through a curriculum around validating who they are as individuals. You know, I'm okay. We talk about feelings. We talk about how to manage those feelings with good decisions. And we talk about personal safety and and affirmation throughout the entire week. Um, Then they go through, they rotate to the next class, which is arts and crafts, uh, freedom of expression, and just, you know, uh, joy in in kind of doing things uh, with their their hands. And then finally, the third rotation in the morning is kind of a... uh, we call it the event of the day, more of a physical activity, maybe playing tennis for the first time, horseback riding for the first time, those kinds of things that are some really exciting firsts that kids who don't necessarily have the option or the opportunity to go to a camping program uh, sometimes find an interest in and flourish in uh, in things they've never done before. Jeff, I can hear your your, uh, passion and your sensitivity towards the the objectives that have grown over the years, the planning that you've put into this. You mentioned earlier that your wife was pregnant with your daughter. No mention of you. When did you get involved, and what was it that was the hook that got you to go, you know what, I'm in the right place at the right time doing this? So I uh, didn't get involved for five years, so I've only been doing it for 35 years. So Um, did your wife say, you know what, I don't want you to be a part of this when she got home? No, not she, you're not ready for this she, yet she was good to of have me she. involved <laughs> she was good to have me plugged in i just uh with other things i it really was career kind of things that were yeah. probably keeping me sidetracked and then i realized i started seeing the impact that 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 was the organization was having i said you know i, I grew up i'm an eagle scout i my dad was a, a director of a y camp in colorado which we grew up in living at at camps so it's in my blood and I said, this is, I've got to get plugged into this. Mm-hmm. And it's been just a tremendous blessing for me building relationships. Was there with a these specific kids. child that uh, you got a chance to meet that, that you affected in some way that you go, you know what? This I think is Harper's trying to make exactly. you cry, Jeff. This is, no, no, <laughs> that, just because I understand for the volunteer that hasn't done anything and said, you know, I just don't think this is right for me. When, once you help one kid, you just say, I, I can help others. It's transformational not only for the campers, yeah. it's transformational for the volunteers. Sure. And I'm blessed to have been around it long enough to where I have two young men uh, that are now you know, uh, in their 30s uh, that uh, one's very successful uh, software sales person here mm-hmm. in Atlanta, uh, graduate of Emory University. Uh, the other one is a graduate of Georgia State and uh, is a... Um, uh, major in the reserves uh, i actually was at his pinning ceremony by john lewis oh wow in dc yeah which was uh, phenomenal to experience and uh two two just really powerful success stories we talk often with one another um yeah it's 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 been 
it's informed my life in many ways. Tanya, you're shaking your head. You have your own story, don't you? Well, I can say it. I don't have, I, coming on board when I first, within two weeks, I get a voicemail from a young person. And so I called back and she had stated, I was in care, I was in part of Camp Horizon. And now I, I got adopted, so I stopped coming around, but now I'm back in care. And she's like, and I wanted to come back to some place that I know people love me. Mm-hmm. And Camp Horizon was it. And like I said, that's two weeks in. So I knew, I was like, you know, this is a young person that you're going to your foster parents' bathroom, calling Camp Horizon to say, hey, this is a place that I felt love. Um, and then with volunteers, just some of the volunteers that have been around for seven, eight, ten years, like I keep coming back because it's it gives me something that I feel good. You know, I also realize just maybe the privilege that I have in my life that I can that I didn't recognize yeah. and now I'm able to share some things with some young people because summer camp is just the experiences that they have at camp is one thing, but just being able to do a week long sleepaway camp is a unique and a privilege for many kids and especially for foster kids. So just that opportunity itself is something that when you go to camp and just seeing some kids, this is the first time they're getting off the bus and then when they get back on the bus, just how it changed them. It's something that's impactful. I got to tip my hat to Tanya because if you think about what was happening a year and a half ago, we were just into COVID Mm. and camp changed dramatically. But she's been able to navigate personally and navigate the organization in a way that we've survived through it. Mm. We've continued to support the kids in some modified ways, but provided services and, and uh, meeting their needs. And, and we're, we're back on this trajectory to yeah. where, where we've got some really exciting things coming exciting. In, the, in the days and years ahead. Are yes. you going to give us a scoop here on Business Radio X, or are we going to have to have you back? Is that Are you teasing us to have We're you gonna back? We're going to tease you a little bit because we want to come back. <sighs> but I will tell you, okay. so right now, summer camp is just for our 8- to 11-year-olds, and we're giving our older kids this the weekend. We're going to do the same for our older kids. So, But there's more, yeah, so yeah. we're just going to okay. have to come All back right. to tell you about that. So, more. Harper, you asked me at the beginning of the show you know, about the slightly annoying. I, I'm going to demonstrate it for you because part of the thing of being slightly annoying is you ask slightly annoying questions. So I have a slightly annoying question I have to ask. So you're going to prove your annoyance. I'm trying. Good for you. Yeah, I love yeah, it. I, I yeah. live it, man. Just just live your truth. So anyway, uh, slightly annoying question is, I, I think so, there might be an occasional person who might be listening to this and go, man, when it comes to foster care, there are so many other things that need to be done. There are so many other needs in that system. And I think some people might look at a camp and say, that's kind of an add-on. That's kind of a tack-on. That's kind of a. That's kind of if if you have time or if you have the availability, let's let's go to camp. It might not be a necessity. So, how important is the camp, and what would happen if you didn't have the camp? What 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 would be unaddressed if Camp Horizon didn't exist? Well, I'm going to say one thing before we get to the camp. Um, we are more than camp. Ah. So. Camp is... So you took the slightly (laughs) annoying question and said, you didn't even ask the question right, so go for it. I like it. We're much more than camp. So Jeff alluded to this a little bit when he started. We have a leadership development program that's looking at providing them leadership skills, giving them those tools that they can help go through high school, middle school, high school to be more prepared. Then we have our CHAMPS, which is Camp Horizon Adult Mentoring Program. That's where we then do some more peer-to-peer mentoring, but also this is where we give like landlord tenant issues college support you know this textbook resources all those different things that young people 
who are coming from a traditional home, let's say traditional if it's single parent, two parent household, they get that. Foster youth don't get that. You know, what do I do when schools close down, such as in the, during the pandemic? Where do I go? We're, we could support our foster youth in that. So camp is, is a portion of what we do. And now while that's how youth are introduced to Camp Horizon through our summer camp, that is something that is a, a unique experience just for foster youth. Um, that and it quarterly, is, quarterly events too. Oh yeah, and we have quarterly events throughout the year. So, you know, we're introduced to camp, then we realize the importance of them staying connected. So, so again, up, while yeah. they may have their siblings in the home with them or they don't have their siblings, we do quarterly so you can connect and then you build your friendships. So you are correct. You you nailed it. You took it and, and went a different direction. But my original question is left unanswered. So that means I throw it to Jeff yes. to say if there were no camp, what what would be unaddressed because there was no camp? I'll, I'll answer it with this illustration, this story that really happened. Two girls had come to camp. One of the things we do at the end of camp is the counselor writes what we call a plaque. It's got their picture, their camper counselor pairing picture, and then they write <clears throat> their recollection of the week, right? Some, sometimes it's in poetry, sometimes it's... Uh, just just prose sometimes it's looking ahead sometimes it's reflecting on the past week you know those kinds of things and we present it to them at the last day of camp oftentimes that is a touchstone for those kids to stay connected to the experience that they had in this particular occasion and as you may know in the foster world there's adoption day where kids are kind of on display to be considered for adoption this particular woman was planning on adopting one girl. She came to adoption day and saw these two sisters that had their plaques with them representing a little bit of who they were and what their life is. She read those plaques. She told us afterwards, the reason why I adopted them is because as I read that plaque, I knew they knew how to be loved. Camp makes that difference. Wow. Mm. All right. So the other slightly annoying thing I do is let's talk about money, which Thanks. actually is not that annoying. It's very necessary. <laughs> it's very necessary. It's not annoying to me. No. <laughs> amen. Amen. So uh, you're a nonprofit. Yes. Nonprofits need money. Always. And, and they need volunteers. Always. So uh, if, I may, if I may quote from the church, you know, everybody follow their own faith, whatever they want to do, but time, talent, treasure. So we, you guys kind of are asking for all of that, but let's focus on the treasure for a little bit. Um, how can people give? What What are some of the ways you engage with the community and ask for funds? Let me just get out of the way and let the executive director talk about money. Well, I will start with this. Money's always welcomed. <laughs> um, as a nonprofit, that's what helps us. You know, we it's this is what we're doing and what we said for the kids. It's free. Yeah. We provide them with some of the tools that they need at camp. We do all these things. All of that's free to the kids. Transportation, everything. Every event, it's free. So with that, we need our money to support that. Um, you can get on camperizon.net, our website, and click Donate Here. It'll also show you some different things, the cost of things um, to send kids to camp, you know, for transportation, all of that stuff. You can click, and I want to do that. You can do a recurring donation, and that's saying, you know, I want to give $40. They've been around for 40 years. Let me give $40 every month. Um, and you can set up a recurring donation. We also do stock options um, that you can click through the site and you can email us and we can get you set up with that. Um, and looking at how to do that. Uh, 
by the way, those stock options, that is people who have positions of stock that they would like to gift. Yes. And they get a tax break. And the, the 501c3 gets to take that stock and either hold it and use it or sell it at, at, a, at no tax because you're a nonprofit. That is yes. a fantastic way to give without having to dip into your cash flow if there's something you inherited from your parents, a stock position or whatever, and you could give it away. That, that'd be, that's a fantastic way to give. And thank you for giving that explanation. Well, it is part of my day job, but <laughs> compliance won't let me say any more than that. So I'll just leave it. Well, that. yes, that is. Thank you for that explanation. And that is exactly what can happen. And so that's a great way for people when it's like, you know, I really don't have the large amount of money to give, but I do have some stocks. It's a great way to do that. Um, give stocks. You can also give through your company. Like if you, um, you can set up a recurring that comes out of your check that's automatically sent to us, which is, again, it's you know tax write-off for you. And all the donations are a tax write-off. Um, and sometimes those companies have matching funds. Yes, mm-hmm. and matching funds. By the way, you can also have Camp Horizon be one of the beneficiaries of a life insurance policy if you want to. Yes. I mean, good heavens. Let's, let's really let's dig, dig into, into the, some yeah, money. Yeah, let's yes. talk money. Let's uh, talk yeah. money. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen, um, for bringing that up. But, yes, those are some ways. And yeah. we're always, like I said, you know, we have major fundraising events throughout the year, and those fundraising events have to, have really helped us sustain our program. Um, you know, of course, we're always writing grants um, to get money, but you know, our individual donors are what's really you know helped us. Do. One I, one idea is for forty years, uh, donate forty dollars a month. Go and do a recurring revenue uh, contribution to Camp Horizon at camphorizon.net and just set up yeah, forty for forty. I'd rather I'd rather them do forty a week. Oh, thank you. That'd be even better. Even better. (laughs) I won't go 40 a day, but 40 a week. 40 a week, yeah. (laughs) Stephen is obviously reaching deeper into somebody's pocket, but it sounds to me like no matter what the gift is, there's room for it. You guys would appreciate it. Definitely. I don't know what the result would be for everybody. Hey, you gave us $40. Thank you. If you get a card or if you get a plaque, but more importantly, you're going to get the assurance that you're helping young people to get their lives right. Um, you've been celebrating 40 years. What are some of the things that you're planning on doing to celebrate the event itself? I mean, 40 is really a, a terrific number. It's not 50, but it will be in a decade. But uh, you, you mentioned a couple things, uh, galas, events, things where people go, auctions, I would imagine, uh, different aspects. What, what are some of the uh, short-term plans that people can get involved with to help you um, – Help, help you to not only celebrate, but help, help you to earn the money that you need to stay afloat every year. Well, Jeff and I would tag team this, but what we have, we have a huge event coming up September 17th, um, our 40th year anniversary gala. Um, At the Georgia Aquarium, Ocean's Ballroom. Beautiful view. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. So there'll be fish floating all over the place around. Exactly. Yeah. Big mm-hmm. tank in the back, uh, beluga whales. whales on the side. Is it yes. un- uh, underneath the, whatever that tunnel is? Where no, no, you no, look no, 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 no. It's, it's a separate. It's a separate I haven't been to the aquarium. It's gorgeous. So, yeah, I bet. You, we'll see you there on the 17th. Yes. There you go. All right. So if you want to meet Harper LaBelle, Business Radio X famous co-host and host of other shows, then he'll be at that gala. Yes. And perhaps the slightly annoying host, Stephen Julian, will be there as well. In fact, I'm pretty it's, sure he will It's more be, than so. just slightly. Yes. Uh, coat and tie? <laughs> no, it's business casual. Okay. So I've been telling people, stylish business casual. Um, we want you to be comfortable, but come and enjoy. We'll have silent auction items. We'll have a wine grab. Um, we'll have raffles. We'll have a live auction. You'll learn a lot about Camp Horizon, our past, where we're trying to go in our future. Um, you'll see some of the acts that actually have um, supported Camp Horizon throughout the years at summer camp. 
So you'll learn a little bit more about camp and then you'll see some of the volunteers and just you'll be in a room where, where you will actually feel the love. So you'll know like this is what what we do. And I bet those tickets can be purchased at camp, www.camphorizon.net. Yes, and $40. For, oh, <laughs> shocking, shocking. $40 tickets at camphorizon.net. Now, we are we are recording this show in, in August of 2022. Uh, if, for those that catch it after the September 17th, of course, they can continue to contribute. But I would imagine you do something similar or something like this almost every year as a thank you to yeah. contributors as well as asking. Yeah, it's yes. a way to, it's a, it's a, it's an easy way to touch Camp Horizon and be touched by Camp Horizon. Yes. Right? Yes. So we do something every year. Um, it's typically called Foster the Funk, held in May. May is um, Foster Care Awareness Month, so, you know, find it to be appropriate to have an event that's just bring awareness to Camp Horizon and this what we provide and the services. So every year, expect to hear something from us in May. Seriously, it's called Foster the Funk almost every other year? Seriously. Yeah. And Tanya, you've only been here about a year and a half. You didn't come up with that name? No, I did not. Jeff, come up did you come name. up with that name? Nope. Susan came up with that name. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll have to, maybe, I don't know. We have to, that's interesting. Foster the Funk. Foster now, the where funk. is the camp? What, so, what again, we, we serve the metro Atlanta area and uh, coordinate through the defects, various defects offices in each county and m- go to camp, partner with Camp Twin Lakes in Rutledge, Georgia, which mm. is just this side of Madison, yeah. or uh, at Fort Yargo uh, up by uh, Monroe? Yes, why? Fort Yargo State Park. Um, they they manage both of those and or uh, own or manage both of those uh, facilities. And so their mission is to bring any, any child youth organization that needs a camping facility, they're trying to provide a place to go to run camp because for 10 years before twin lakes we had to kind of beg borrow and steal from either a church camp or a y camp or a girl scout camp and and it was a challenge you know trying to find a slot into somebody's and with the shrinking summer it's even more challenging so twin lakes has been a huge blessing for us to partner with so as far as the one-to-one we got to wrap it up here but i just wanted to ask because we've talked about money let's go back to volunteering i would imagine uh, is is there an age limit to someone that can do a one-to-one? Because maybe somebody can't do all the stuff the kids do, but like you said, as long as they're kind of around there and watching them, th- is there an age limit? And, and, is, and I guess I'm thinking ideally a young adult with a lot of energy and, and, and really kind of pouring in and, and really be included in almost everything. That's probably your ideal volunteer candidate. Is that? I'll probably say, you know, there's no age limit. Okay. So it's, the age limit would be to the extent that you feel like you can pour into a young yeah. person. If you feel, I can't do that anymore, then you, and if you, you hit your max. And if you can't do the one-to-one, there are other things. There's, there's other cooking, things. There, I'm there's, sure there's things yes, that can be done. There's okay. a variety Sorry. of other things. Yeah. And, and some of the things that we look as we want to expand our program is looking at how we can bring volunteers in and doing more with the youth outside of camp. Yeah. So, you know, at camp, that one-to-one experience, but how can we connect that? So some volunteers, if, you know, life gets them, I can't do a week long at camp. How can I still stay connected with my young person throughout the year? So we're expanding some of those things, and that's some of the things you're going to have to have us come back to talk more about. Um, (laughs) But we're expounding on those things with volunteers. But there's things, you know, we do different programming throughout the year. So if somebody has an experience with financial management, you know, come and facilitate. Yes, I know there's somebody that has that experience. I don't know who you're talking about. Um, You can come and talk to our young people, cooking, um, cooking. 
stuff with college and career preparedness, yeah. just different everything. things of that. Everything. Everything. There's yes. always a need so to many help th- somebody learn what they would need to know yeah. so they can go out in the real world and excel at it. Yes. Yeah. That parents and aunts and uncles are usually pouring into in a, in right. a normal family yes. setting. Right. You don't have that. Yes, you and when have. you move from home to home or place to place over the course of your young life, you lose that. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the, you talk about age, generally a, a year out of high school just from a maturity standpoint. Sure. But two years ago, we, we threw out the uh, request for counselors because if we don't get the counselor, we don't get the camper. Right. And uh, a friend of mine, Richard, uh, 66 years old, stepped up. And he's a very healthy 66-year-old, but he, he said it was the hardest and most rewarding week of his life, mentally and physically combined, in terms of pouring his his energy into that uh 10 year old boy and uh but you know he he was he was up for the task and uh and and made a huge difference in that young man's life shout out to richard yeah and if i could have one thing and if you're saying you know like i'm gonna say no to you Tony. anyway <laughs> go ahead i'm sorry <laughs> um you know if you're like i, I want to volunteer but you know i would like to do something with the administrative side we do mm-hmm. have that if you want to come in and help out with marketing um, just different pieces around database stuff like that. You can always come out and help the staff. We're a nonprofit, so we, whatever we could take. Our staff is minimal, Tanya and Courtney, and we'd like it to be maximal. Yeah. Yes, and and so by volunteering your expertise, that's yeah. a huge way to help us out. I yes. like it. Okay, last time for those people who want to get involved, either as a volunteer or as in donating or just passing the word and sharing whatever you guys are doing to their circle of influence. How do people get in touch and where do people find out more information? So you can find out more information at our website, www.camphorizon.net. Um, you could also follow us on show, social media. We have Facebook and Instagram page as well as a LinkedIn page. Look up Camp Horizon. Um, and then, or you can email me at Tanya, T-O-N-Y-A dot Malone, M-A-L-O-N-E at CampHorizon.net, and we can get you connected in every way. Jeff Thrutchley, Camp Horizon board member, Tanya Ferguson, executive director of Camp Horizon. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Yeah, Thank absolutely. you so much. We've been talking a lot about love today. That's pretty, yes, we pretty cool. Love is what makes a Subaru a Subaru. Enjoy the big savings, the hassle-free experience of Subaru of Gwinnett where people help you to fall in love with your car. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com and join their family today. Come on in and see the difference. If you're already a Subaruist, then check out their Facebook page. Tanya just asked us to visit hers. Check out the Subaru page for the latest news, the offers, and the community events. They are not a member of the FDIC. No. I just want to let you no, know No, because they just sell you cars. And they don't ask you annoying questions. They promise that they, they won't do that. Right. They ask penetrating questions to help you get into the right car you know deep tissue questions way <laughs> into the marrow of your bone <laughs> you know when i try and do that I, that was such a great segue around love and when i do that mike gets so irritated at that he's so i loved it he gets irritated at a he lot get, of things he gets, uh, with, he's back behind the board today just yeah. watching us just being really irritated except for tanya and jeff he's not irritated no, he's not irritated with tanya and jeff no one is irritated because he doesn't have to put up with them more than i wonder if he's irritated with our summer intern justin who's doing a fantastic job producing the show today i bet he wants justin to come back uh, he did more he does and more and but more. justin needs to go further his education and we he wants to get smarter than us. Is that even possible? Oh, it's easy. It just it's it's very it's, easy. He just walks in the door and he's smarter than we and, are. And uh, so we're celebrating Justin today. We're throwing a big party on the air for or Justin. Jacob. Yeah, or Jacob. Or Jacob. His name's Jacob. Jacob. Dang it. <laughs> Shoot. We love Jacob. Maybe we have to buy Jacob a Subaru now. 
And if we did, you know where we'd buy it, Harper? We'd probably buy it at Subaru of Gwinnett. No, probably. We definitely would. Yes. And, uh, and so Justin is the summer intern who volunteered at Camp Horizon. Jacob is the summer intern who will volunteer maybe at Camp Horizon. And actually, I'm just done. Okay. So we just want to remind you that Gwinnett Business Radio, brought to you, produced today by Jacob, our summer intern, is available on all your favorite podcasting channels. Just search Gwinnett Business Radio. You can find our shows continue to listen continue to subscribe share tell everybody about this great show um including the mistakes that we make that probably won't get edited out because i don't know maybe they're slightly annoying and that's entertaining that's why i'm slightly annoying to be entertaining this is the other thing mike hates is i just keep droning on and on so that's why he doesn't let me host but he did today and i'm glad i got to do it i'm glad i got to do it with you harper thanks to our guests Jeff thanks Tony, to thank you so much. jacob and for mike this is steven we'll catch you next time on go to business radio